Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. And usually I do have my co-host, my battle buddy, my brother from another mother, Mr. Brian Bear, Bear with me. But he's actually out doing some tasks and stuff like that. So instead of just keeping the show at a standstill, I thought I'd keep this momentum going. And, you know, some things you just got to do, you got to reach out and get some help, man. So, you know, today I'm so honored. I'm grateful and blessed to know this man for, man, I think 10 years now. Um, yeah, right at 10. 10. Yeah, so this man needs no introduction in my eyes. He is somebody I literally went to battle with. We've gone to, we've gone into deployment, but I'm just going to run down some of his credentials because I asked him before I even, you know, uh, told, told him to come <laughs> on the show. I said, man, I need a little quick little bio on him. And uh, something that kind of came out me, this dude is just super duper deep into things. But the first two things that he wrote as far as his bio was that he's a father and he's a husband. Before he even said that he's a veteran and the founder of the executive director of the uh, Illuminated Scholars Program. And then also this man is a college, he was a former college basketball coach at the almighty Armstrong Atlantic State University, the HBCU. Yeah, yeah, out there in Savannah, Georgia, man. Um, those are the two things that kept me up. But it's my pleasure, it's my honor to bring on, man. Ooh, we go back 10 years. My battle brother, man, Mr. E, yeah, Coach yeah. M, East, a.k.a. I call him Bo Davis, but Mr. M Davis, man. What's going on, bro? <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's man, good, man? Hey, Everything going on? Great, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, bro. It really means a lot, bro. Hey, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blessing to yeah, be here. Man. So, man, you know, like you said, you know, I'll, bro, you always going to be Bo Davis to me. Like, it wasn't no Davis when we was back in the day like, i always thought you both davis so you know that's hey, it some of these cats hey they're gonna they're gonna figure out who you really is right now but one thing about you bro is that like i said you coach you actually coached basketball at one of the highest levels that you can actually coach at the collegiate level so you know one thing about the show is that you know this ain't the barbershop that we out here talking like i bring i bring legitimate people so like i said i can't thank you right. enough for coming on here man because you know too easy bro you know the things that you bring on the things that you're able to bring to to the, to the court man is just off the chain so um without getting into it man i know i know basketball is a fortune so you know i initially wanted to do like a tip-off show uh kind of leading into the season into the nba season but you know scheduling's you know schedule's been conflicting and whatnot so we just gonna kind of just jump into it because there's a whole yeah. slew of basketball that we need to get into bro all right, let's get it. All right, so you know some things that I um that just kind of brought up my mind was um you know the Duke game, and I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like I don't really watch college football till I mean college basketball till about I don't really watch college basketball till about March personally, bro. Like okay, um I haven't really followed. I mean I follow college basketball to a certain extent, but I don't really I don't really get into the meat and potatoes of it, bro, until about March. You feel me when the March tournament okay. kicks right? So you know Duke. Uh, I believe Duke played Kentucky two night yeah. last, last night or the night before. No, the night before. And just thrashed them boys, man, and beat them jokers by thirty, man. And uh, Zion, yeah. Zion Zion Williamson has been uh, the the talk of the town, bro. Man, what's going on with him, man? Because. Um, I kept saying if the dude don't got a jump shot, he ain't going to be able to do nothing but just dunk on people. But I looked at uh, some of the highlights of him the other day, and he out, yeah. here, he out here busting threes like he's Seth Curry, man. What's, 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 yeah. Tell me about so, it, man. So, Coach K, um, 
in the beginning, he told them that a lot of the their shots will become standstill three. Um, and he said he did the same thing with the USA team. Um, where Kobe, he told Kobe, Kobe, a lot of your shots will be standstill threes. Kobe said, no, um, I get double team. He said, you want LeBron and Carmelo and D Wade on the court. Um, so he has those guys, um, hitting the, the standstill three right now. Right. Um, and not to mention is that, you know, they got the number one recruiting class that came in this year as well. Yeah. They kind of tied yeah. into, uh, what's the other cast name? PJ, uh, RJ or PJ? Uh, RJ Barrett. Yeah. They, you know, they got the one, two punch, yeah. man. So. That's a bad. And then they got, uh, uh Reddish, mm-hmm. uh, the point. He, he, I mean, the, the two guard. He's right. a bad dude too. So is this going to be the year that Duke finally gets it done? Because, you know, every every year it's always Duke real reloaded. Duke's, you know, Duke's the number one team. But they end up sitting getting bounced out of the second round of the NCAA tournament by, like, Armstrong and Atlanta ran- State or something like that. So, it's a random. Yeah. But so. I, I, right now they have um, five of the top players in the nation. Um, not not their, their top bred dudes. Uh, R.J. Barrett. His godfather is Steve Nash. He's really? from Ontario. Really? Yeah, he, he's from uh, Ontario, uh, Canada. Wow. wow. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Steve Nash. Quick question, Bo. Let me ask you this, man. And that just came to my mind because you brought up that he's from Canada, man. Yo, like, Canada's got a nice little pecking ground here in the NBA in the States. How come they can't put it together in the national team? Because if you think about it, they have somewhat some some good solid players that are running around here in the NBA. Andrew Wiggins, that I know for off the top of my head, he comes from Canada. Um, Trist, uh, Tristan Kardashian, aka Tristan Thompson, he, <laughs> he's out of Canada as well. As if I'm if my mind if my mind's calling me right, but you know, there's a yeah. couple. Um, the I think the Van Fleet dude is from the Six as well out there in Toronto. Right? So, yeah, he so, is. So, yeah. so how come Canada, the Canada Canadian national team, can't get it together? Where you know. I'm not saying they're gonna win a gold medal, but they they got enough talent to make a little bit noise in some of these world games, right? Yeah, um, I think it, it just the the matter of putting them together, mm-hmm. um, where guys want to play during the summer, right. uh, and some don't, right? Um, you know, it's a long season, so 82 games. A lot of these cats, and you know, they just want to, uh, you know, gotta make themselves better and, and chill with the family. Right, I feel you. Hey, you know, I understand. You know, they might want to enjoy that, that summer that Canada has right. <laughs> while, right. while they're there. Right, I got you. So moving on, man, and, uh, since you've you know you've coached at all different levels of the game of basketball, man, I know one thing that's been hot is, man, is uh, AAU, bro. Like, I, some people don't really realize that I used to coach for I was, I was an assistant coach for AAU basketball as well uh, a long, long time ago, actually. Okay. So, so shout out to the San Francisco Rebels out there in San Francisco, man, doing what they need to do. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the young, young, young E. Compton was a was a coach, man. You know, he he had you know he made a little a couple of two three zones and running the next load. Yeah, I know I run a couple of flex plays and stuff out of out of, out of bounds, but you know. My, you know, when, when I was coaching AAU, Bo, um, it was a different ball game. That was, like, really in between, like, uh, I, like I said, it had to have been about almost 15 years ago, man. And when I was coaching, it was getting, you can see, you can see what AAU was turning into, turning into, you know, with the travel teams, the national teams. Um, I live here in Las Vegas, so every year during the summertime, like, it, it's it's a who's who. Like, you're you going to see somebody coming out here with all right. these national AAU tournaments out here, man. 
And it's kind of, to me, I feel like AAU basketball has kind of drawn away from high school basketball because you get a lot of these AAU teams um, that are just put together and they just go travel together and they don't really pay attention to what's going on in the high school. Uh, Absolutely. High school. High school rankings, man. So is AAU draw? Is AAU really making players better? Because when I first got into the game, you know, like I said, I was a young whippersnapper, so I was just kind of just going with the flow, but didn't really pay attention into like I don't really hear about high schools, you know, high schools basketball in general where college scouts are really going. Like I've been to a lot of AAU tournament games here in Vegas just because you know I may have family out here or whatnot, or you know that I get invited invited to go to some of these games spectating. But I see a lot of college coaches going like a lot of college coaches as well as a lot of college scouts going to these games and you don't really Absolutely. hear too much about a, a, a college coaches going to high school so uh, high school thing so is a you really making players better or is it taking away from the high school basketball in general it's is um not making them I, I in personal opinion i don't think it's making them better um okay. i think it's opening their eyes to but um as far as making them better i believe um it's not because it's actually teaming them up. Uh, they're doing what LeBron did mm-hmm. with D Wade and, and Bosch. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, I want to play with you. Right. Um, we should get on the team together, and then they link up, and you know, one is gonna make one look better. Okay, that's that's a given. But um, you want that for your team as well, um, because okay, uh, like Raymond Felton here uh, from Ladder, South Carolina. Uh, big up to the Atlanta Vikings. Um, <laughs> so Raymond Felton filled a high school gym that no one ever heard of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then we had it so bad, we couldn't uh, play in our high school gym. We had to go to our local college mm-hmm. and sold that out. Oh, wow. And, and we're a 1A school. Right. So right. Um, it wasn't uh, uh, see coach, I forgot his name. Uh, Roy, Roy Williams, I believe. Yeah, Roy Williams. Roy Williams sat in the stands of a small 1A school to come see Raymond Felton play high school ball. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy, right? And so, and so the, and so the thing is, uh, I think. Yo, Bo. Hello? Uh, I think we're having a little technical difficulties with uh, Bo Davis right now. Bo, you there? Yeah, yeah. You, you hear me? Yeah, you kind of went in and out on that last one. Okay. I said uh, it's not making them better physically or mentally uh, for the basketball world or the outside world. Gotcha. So I guess my question is, what do we, what, what does, how does, that's like this is a tough question to ask, but how do how do how, how can this be fixed? I guess, or it doesn't need to be fixed. Yes, um, because there's some kid out there that can't pay five hundred dollars to play uh, AAU. For sure, and for he, sure. And he's better than a lot of these top kids out here, but his mom can only pay thirty five bucks. Right, absolutely. So yeah, man. Like I said, when I was coming up in school, you know, you got to shine on and. and at the school and you know if you was able to be raw you know if you was good enough then you got invited to play some of these AAU camps or AAU travel ball based off of a scholarship or you know you know you kind of had 
you know, where I come from, you know, you may have had a sponsor, uh, quote unquote, to kind of help you out. So, yeah, I right. definitely think that AAU is definitely transcending uh, the this, this sport of basketball. It's kind of, it's kind of hurting. It kind of, it kind of ripples down the effect all the way up to college basketball because now you just got these cats that are, like you said, linking up, um, playing together for X amount of time. And then right. they just, you know, they're just in college just to, you know, low-key collect a paycheck, you know. So, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's just a subject, but I definitely want to tap your mind into it because, you know, you got to you, you got to personally go out there and recruit and go to some of these parents' house and let them know that, you know, you're going to have, you're going to instill the trust into these parents, making sure that, they, you know, bringing their daughter onto you right into your into your college is what's best for them so you know it's definitely interesting to hear that from a different perspective man but uh we definitely gonna move up in the ranks a little bit man and uh you know we we done kind of went down to the basis of uh high school basketball college basketball let's talk about pro hoops man you know basketball season's kind of started right now man first things first man i think the biggest splash of the off season is LeBron james moving out here to the west coast man west coast <laughs> is the best coast man shout out to Shout out to the people out there in California, my home state. But uh, do you think LeBron James made the right decision moving out to LA, man? Because me personally, I think the answer is no. And I'm gonna tell he you why. Did, he did it better for his son, who is playing uh, in LA with um, a couple with a uh, a couple of of other uh, NBA players' um, kids. I can't think of who's on that team with him, uh, okay. LeBron James, um, but. For LeBron Senior, I think it was the wrong move. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, their offense is uh, their offense efficiency is higher when he's off the court. I seen that. I saw that. I saw that. Is it, is it because he's a bully with the ball? We don't know. So, so here's here's what I've thought about, it. and I've seen about uh, probably seen about four games of the Lakers so far this year, man. Here's, 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 here's what I'm looking at, man. The Lakers ain't got no three. They ain't got no jump shooters on their team. There's nobody on that team that can knock down the three ball. And the way the game is transitioning right now to the to the, to the long, to the three ball right now, there's just nobody right. on the team that can really knock it down. I think LeBron James is probably, the, probably their best shooter on the team. They have Josh Hart. Or in, in, Josh Hart is probably their best shooter. Right, so or and Josh Hart, uh, Codwell, KCP, Cod, uh, Codwell Pope is also a pretty good shooter. But as far as that, you know, you know, you got Josh Hart coming off the bench, um, and, and I don't know, I just don't know what I, I don't. This this Lakers roster is just super duper interesting, and like you said, it's kind of like bully ball. Where LeBron just holds the ball. And he's able to just do the bit, the dribble and penetrate, and then he's got knocked out shooters like he's had with James Jones in uh, Miami, and he had Kyle Culver in his uh, time in Cleveland. You know, he don't really got that right now, so it's almost like there's a lot that he's doing. At the same time, this is probably the youngest team that LeBron James has ever probably been with in his career, besides probably when he was a rookie um, in the first time he was with Cleveland. So this is a different type of LeBron that we're seeing, where he's got to be more of a like a legit like he the OG on the team. I know they brought Tyson Chandler out there, but you know, it, 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 it's it's a it's a work in progress, man. And I just don't know. I don't. Know. He, he, he said he has the patience to do it though. Yeah, he, he ain't gonna have no choice but to have patience to do it at this point because the boys ain't gonna be winning anytime soon. If you ask me, um, you can't you can't be having Jamel Javale McGee out here um, dropping twenty a game and, and thinking that's gonna help y'all win. And that's nothing against Javale McGee, but you know you can't depend on Javale McGee out here. You know taking on the load of us being a scorer, bro. 
True. That's absolutely true. So my next question leading into that, man, you know, I know LeBron's saying that he's got patience, but allegedly uh, word on the street here is that Magic Johnson ain't got the patience with Luke Walton, bro. He's on the hot seat. Do you think Luke Walton make? How far do you do you think Luke Walton makes it to the end of this year? Oof. Um, to the end of this year, yeah, maybe not. I said no as well earlier today on on, on my uh, on Brian's uh, radio show. Shout out to BB man, you do like bro. BB out here working like he working. He got too many jobs. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I need to be like him. Yeah, man, BB, you got way you got. BB's to the point is like he got too many jobs so you know I can't do nothing without him but I, I went on the show today and I definitely said that uh, I don't think Lou Walton makes it into 2019 at the rate they're going right now if Magic Johnson's that impatient right and, and, and Magic thinks they can win right now so uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be making some moves man yeah I mean you also seen that uh you know, Cavaliers let go of Ty Lue. So, you know, Ty Lue's a former Los Angeles Lakers. So there's some ties over there where, you know, you can bring Ty Lue back over there to L.A. too. So And, and LeBron did tweet him, say, you know where I'm at. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. I, yeah, I did see that. It's going to be interesting to see how that transpires. But I definitely think that um, – I don't think Luke Walton makes it into 2019. I think – what is it? Today's November the 8th. They play the Golden State Warriors on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. So that's about – six weeks they got to kind of figure it out i'm saying right now that's gonna be because you know christmas day is always like the unofficial start of the nba season like the nba right. season is started yeah. but like it don't really start till christmas day i say right. this if the warriors blast the lakers out on christmas day i guarantee you're gonna sit there and see a a, a coaching change if they get embarrassed they gonna they, it's, they, it's gonna it's be a blowout yeah so um <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. But moving on, speaking of blowouts and somebody just acting off the chain right now, man, what's going on with Jimmy Butler, bro? Um, <laughs> Jimmy is um, he's a he's a Thibodeau um, uh, character, man. Um, he likes to come compete, man. Um, and right now he doesn't feel like a big cat. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns and. Wiggins are um, at their top tier competing level. Um, so I, he, he wants to get out of there. Um, no cat say he, I mean, he beat the starting four with the third string team. Right. And so here's my thing is, does Jimmy Butler have enough street cred to be sitting there at asking these type of demands? I believe so. You think so? I believe so. He's he's like the second best two way player in, in the NBA, sure or just so he's the second best. In, in the, yeah, in the NBA, uh, behind Clay, I think he's like second as oh, a two guard. As a two guard, okay, okay. I have to say because there's a guy up there in uh, Toronto that may have something to say about that, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, as a, as a two guard. Yeah, as a yeah. two guard. My bad. Okay, okay. I have to say. Okay, I thought you were talking about straight up. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I give you that, baby. Uh, I give you that, Bo. But um, here's my thing about Jimmy Butler, bro. Like, Jimmy Butler is a Tibbs dude. You feel me? And I get it. He's a four-time NBA All-Star. Uh, I think he, he won it. Now, he was on an Olympic basketball team uh, back in 2016 that won that gold medal out there. And uh, I forgot where, I forgot where that uh, Olympics was. I think it was Brazil. I think it was Brazil. Um, out there in Brazil. So he, you know, he definitely has some street cred. My thing about this is Jimmy Butler is like, bro, like, have you gotten out of the second round of the playoffs before? Like, the only thing I can think of is I don't even know if he was on that team when you and I was in Iraq 
and the uh, the Miami Heat, the LeBron James' first year, beat uh, the 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 Bulls all the way up in the Eastern Conference Final. I don't even know if Jimmy Butler was on that team then. I, I don't either. Um, I got to do some research, but I don't think he was on that team. That was in 20. You know, he came in two, though, because even in the beginning, it was, he was more just defense. Right. But he casually uh, moved on to offense, too. Right. And, I mean, he's averaging, what, 20 – Two or something. He's averaging twenty something. Right. Um, points a game. So, I mean, not everyone's going to average twenty. So, not in this NBA league. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I definitely say that. Go ahead. I believe that alone gives him the street cred to say, "Hey, these cats aren't playing because he's going to give his all on defense." Yeah. Um, Let me say. Let me ask you this, then: Is is Jimmy Butler? Is Jimmy Butler even the best player on his team right now? Because there's somebody out here that was his former teammate in another in, in his old city that's out here just out here turning the time clocks. And I don't know whose knees he took to I don't know whose knees he sat there and stole and, and, and detached them off that person and slapped them back on his knees. But uh I think there's a dude by the name of Derrick Rose that may have something to say to say that, like, hey bruh, you ain't you ain't the best player on this team yet, man. Um I, I still believe he's the. Uh, I think he's the best one on their team right now. Um, I think so too. I think so too. I think I Carl think Anthony Towns. He needs to mature in the mind before anything else. He's got all the tools on the court to sit there and, and, and be a, a, a Joel and B type of player, but he's just too childish in the mind. And I don't know if he's his heart is in the winning. Like here's here's what here's what the Timberwolves messed up at, bro. They sat there and paid Andrew Wiggins all that guap last year going into this season, uh, going into last season. And I've never been a fan of Andrew Wiggins. I thought he was a low-key bust this whole time where he's just been Absolutely. just going up inflated numbers in Minnesota and was able to just be low-key. And then Carl Anthony Towns comes up his rookie year and has a pretty good year. Last year, he made his first NBA All-Star team. but And now Carl Anthony Towns got paid this offseason going into his third season. And it's just like, bro, like, I don't think these dudes have really done their due diligence to make to be have enough credit to be like, yeah, I want to get paid. Like, I think I would pay Jimmy Butler before I paid Andrew Wiggins. And that's just me as a GM. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. But I think what they're, they try to pay them to make them stay. True. Uh and, and that's where they're at right now because they really they're in a small market. Right, right. You know, there is not like they're going to recruit big free agents out there in Minnesota. Right, that's true. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Who's ever on that team right now uh, to make sure they stay? Um, and that's why Thibodeau isn't really uh, budget on Jimmy Butler. Right, right. And that's um, mention- with Houston and Miami. Right. Um, and they they wanted Eric Gordon in Houston and four first round draft picks. Right. I mean, if I was Houston, if I was Minnesota, bro, that's kind of hard to turn down, man. If, if the, I know Houston was willing to give up four first rounders, but I don't know if they was willing to give up Eric Gordon. Um, no, they were going to give up um, Marquise, uh, Chris, and um, Brandon Knight. Yeah, and so it, it's yeah. I mean, I understand where. Uh, what the Houston Rockets are trying to do, but you know, I know, I know, if I was the Houston Timberwolves, I don't think I want Marquise Chris or Brandon Knight. Is that the same Brandon Knight that got dunked on by DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want that dude. Bro. Wait, you gotta think about it, man. He, he, <laughs> before he got hurt, he was he was getting buckets. So Look, I mean, in Phoenix, right? He was in Phoenix, but getting buckets, right? 
He was getting buckets and things. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, I, this, this just shows you that one post does this one dunk, man, can just can ruin your can ruin your life, literally, man. So, but uh, moving to Houston, man. Since we're talking about Houston, man, what's going on with the Rockets, bro? Because I'm looking at them right now; they get blasted by the by the, by the Oklahoma City Thunder without Russell Westbrook, bro. Like, what's going on with the coach? So. Uh, on a, a, I'm gonna say a bias, unbiased, because Houston is uh, my favorite team. Okay, so um, our defensive coordinator, our defensive coach, um, they, they called him. The, he wasn't even called the assistant coach. He was called the defensive coordinator, wasn't he? Yeah, it was defensive coordinator or defensive coach or something like that. Right. He retired. Okay. Um, and then we got rid of Ariza, uh, Mabute. Well, we didn't get rid of them, but they didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but over what last weekend? Yeah, I think this weekend he unretired, so he's back now. Um, and what I think is going to happen is we're going to either get Jimmy Butler or Trevor Ariza is going to get a buyout towards the end of the season and come back home. Ooh, uh, ooh, man, that's that's interesting to see because um, I think. <laughs> That, that's gonna be interesting, man. Because I here's what I look at the Rockets. Like you, you did, you did, you hit the nail right on the head, man. That uh, the Rockets are missing a defensive coordinator as well as you know Luke Rashad Bahamute being gone as well as three. Trevor Ariza was a dog, but like I don't think people, yeah, give, people don't give Trevor Ariza so much credit. But the I think the addition of Carmelo was more of a subtraction of anything else, and it's kind of showing, man. Because I don't know what's going on with Melo. I, I don't know what his agenda is, and I, I I've really never been a fan of him. Uh, like I just I just ain't never really I I never really liked his ISO ball sticking the you know you know keeping the ball at the top of the corner uh, at the key and just kind of doing his fizzle, man. Like I just never been a fan of that. Like that's that you know mid nineties type of ISO basketball where you just sit there and sit on the top of the key and you just let the other four just sit there at the bottom of the key and just look at this dude go to work and you know. That, that it's just that that type of style just don't work, and I know you got a little banana boat homeboy out there and Chris Paul um, <laughs> out there, but James Harden is a, is a kind of a dude who kind of does the same thing, and I think James Harden's numbers are low key a little inflated with those assist numbers because he'll sit there and milk the shot clock down all the way to like four or five seconds, and then he'll get double team and kick the ball out to one of his, you know, especially you know you got a guy like Eric Gordon who can just knock down a three pointer, you know, it, it kind of inflates his assist number, but Jerry, uh, James Harden's another dude that kind of stalls. And, makes the offense stall, but I don't know what's going on with the Rockets, man, because, you know, they gave the Golden State Warriors everything they could have, and if it wasn't yeah. for a hamstring, a bad hamstring out of Chris Paul, you know, who's to say that um, it might have been the Rockets against the Cavs going into the NBA Finals last year. Um, you know, right. it, it, it could have gone either way. They were up double digits at both at, at the first half of both of those games, of game six and game seven, so you know, I, I don't know what's going on with them, but like you said, the season's super-duper early, man, but um, I, I don't. I don't know what to think of them. I'd like to say they're the second best team in the Western Conference, but bro, like you got the Utah Jazz that are balling. Man, people are sleeping on the Denver Nuggets, fam. Like the Denver Nuggets are legit, bro. Denver um, is is legit. Um, last year, I think they they were close and they just they, they couldn't reach it. It was just out of reach a little bit. But um, this year, I think they will be back. Let me ask you this, bro. You know that dude, number fifteen, uh, Jokic for the uh, for the Nuggets. The Joker, yeah. yeah, the Joker is it, bro? Is he a top ten player that nobody talks about in the league? <sighs> top ten? Can he be a top ten player? I'll say top fifteen. You give him top fifteen? Okay, 
I'll give you that. Okay, so is he a top fifteen player in the league? I I, I would I would I would um I would say fifteen. I I would, uh, I don't know that. Nah, nah, I wouldn't give him fifteen. Because I think he is, bro. Like if you look at his numbers and what he does on the court, bro. If you look he, at the, he's an overall. I think maybe he's, um, better than the, he's better than Car Anthony Towns. I'll say that absolutely. He's way better than Car Anthony Towns. He does everything that Car Anthony Towns should be doing. In, in centers, I'll say he's in the top five. I'm trying to think of four other centers that are better than him right now. Embiid, Embiid would be one. White side is better than him. I I believe. Um, <laughs> Uh, White side is uh, driven. Well, you know what? Let's let's take White. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Clint Capella. Cook. And what he does, I, I think he's, I think he's up there. Um, he's a defensive player. Um, he doesn't he doesn't need much, and he's gonna go for what he knows. Okay. Okay. I. I, I, I... Steven Adams is a good one. He's another good one, but uh, I feel the same way about him. He doesn't ask for much. He's he's a dog. A lot of people uh, sleep on uh, Aldridge down in San Antonio. Al Horford, you forgot about him. I forget about Al Horford, and I was also gonna say Marcus Saul, even though he's starting to slow down a little bit. Marcus Saul is a dog too, but man, yeah. but Jokic is Jokic. The Joker's he's a he's a bad cat, bro. Like people are sleeping on him. Yes. Uh, Jamal Murray's another nice cat, man. Like, I, I think, yeah, I think, and they actually got uh, Will Barton is a good guy that comes off the bench, man. Uh, they got Isaiah Thomas that's out there over there. Uh, you know, people are sleeping on him. Yeah, so yeah, man. And then they got Paul Millsap. Yeah, so I think the Denver Nuggets, if they can put it together, man, I think they could be a top three, maybe even four team in the West, man. I think I still got it as the Golden State Warriors. The uh, 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 Houston, I, I'm, I'm not gonna put it past Houston yet because it's too early to tell. I'll give Houston that number two spot, and then it's a toss up between um, Utah and Denver as far as that three four spot, man. But I think those are your top four to four dollars in the West, man. Um, let's see, and you, yeah, 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 because I was about to say, I was, I was thinking about the Pelicans, but I like uh, NOP, man. I, I like NOP. Um, I, he can't hold that. That MVP status the whole year, because he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to be MVP for them to be in the top five. Not to mention, you know, like I think them letting go of Rondo, uh, letting go of Rondo was a was a was a big mistake. I still understand that one why they like they just let like, Ray John Rondo go. But you know who they got to the, to substitute as a Rondo? Holiday? Uh, um, no, Alfred, uh, Alfred Payton. From 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 uh, he played in Orlando and then he went to Phoenix. Did you talk yeah. about the dude with the weekend haircut, man? Out here looking like a, a fake weekend. He cut, it. He, he cut it now. So you looking like so a professional? He, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I couldn't take that joke serious with that whatever whatever that was. I like, I like I like the Haiti dread. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a little Haiti dread, man. Because he he went to school in Miami, I think. Okay, I got you. But yeah, Miami, yeah, he went to school down there somewhere. Okay, then that makes uh-huh. sense. Let me ask yeah. you, let, let me holler at you about this, man. What you what you think about this? Out of Houston, Washington, and yeah, Houston and Washington, man. Who got the most upside to turn it around, man? Because Washington's looking sick, man. 
Them boys look sick. John Wall will be traded, man. John Wall or Bradley Bill? John Wall. John Wall will be traded. Don't know where, but he has a clause. um, I think it's something in his contract that's kind of messing it up. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is. His trade uh, accessibility up, but I think he would be traded uh, right now if if they want to win, he has to get traded. Compton, can you hear me? E. Eric. Hello. Eric. Yeah, man. So uh, you were saying that uh, John Wall, uh, he has a contract clause. It's it's something in his contract. I can't remember what it is, but. I think it makes his um, his salary go up if he's traded. Okay. Like 4% or something. It, it's something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. But he will have to be traded um, if they want to win. Uh, you remember last year, he, uh, when he was, they were actually uh, doing better than when he was on the court. Yeah, I do remember that. And Bradley Bill was balling. So... You know, maybe the, maybe him and uh, maybe him and Boogie Cousins can go find a place next year since uh, Boogie Cousins don't look like he's gonna stay with the Warriors anyways next year. Um, depending how all the free agency, yeah, depending on how all the free agency lands with the Warriors, I know they're gonna take care of their own first before using uh, Boogie Cousins as a uh, as an insurance policy, and that's what I've been calling Boogie Cousins is insurance. He's basically an insurance policy, so if everything fails with everybody, you know. Every, everybody got to eat. Uh, I say this wholeheartedly as a Golden State Warriors fan, man. Like, I don't, I don't blame Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, nor Draymond Green wanting one max money. You know, at the end of the day, it's only and they deserve it. And I, you know, I, 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 that each person it, it brings, each person has their own reason on why they need it. And you can't sit there knocking out one of those three players for saying that they want to, uh, they want that max, that super max contract. At the end of the day. You know they gonna have to. Uh, they gonna take. I'm pretty sure they're gonna take care of Clay Thompson before they take care of KD because Clay's been there. Clay and Draymond been there since day one with Steph. So you gonna have to take care of them two yeah. first. And you can take care of Draymond next year because he don't come off the books until next year as it is. So you can ask Draymond to stall out. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know I, I would like to see. I would like to see Clay Thompson stay. But you know if Clay, if, if either one of the three said they want to get paid, they willing to walk. I can't sit there knocking because being a Golden State Warrior fan all my life, I didn't think they was gonna win champion one championship let alone three championships and let alone a even going to the nba finals so you know you got to do what you got to do and um you know i think that they're going to use boogie as an insurance policy is what they're going to do so if all else fails but do you think clay, do you think clay will be the same person he is uh elsewhere i think clay I don't want to say Clay's going to be like a Harrison Barnes type of dude because Clay brings a lot more to the table than Harrison Barnes did. I don't know where Harrison Barnes thought he was going to get. He was going to get max money because I even said it back then 
back in that 2016 season that even if the Warriors won the finals that year, Harrison Barnes wasn't worth no max money. I've been said that from day one. So I don't know what he was smoking on, what his agents was telling him that he was going to get max money from the Warriors. But I, I, I definitely see why Bob Myers didn't give him max money. But as far as to answer your question, Bo, like, <laughs> I, I think I think Clay will be able to flourish depending on what type of what type of one to what type of team does he go. Now, if he goes to L.A. where he's originally from, then, I mean, if he's playing with a long time with LeBron, then I think he's going to be able to shine out. Now, if he goes to somewhere like, I don't know, like Washington, I, I don't think so. Um, it, de- it all depends on how Clay goes, because I don't think you could put, you can make Clay be a guy and say, hey, bro, we're going to build a championship team around you. You feel me? I think, I think he's a, he, I think he's a, yeah. I think he's a, He's a great role player. You feel me? Like he's like one of the best role players that you can have. I don't know if that's a dude that you can build a franchise around. And that's nothing taken away from Clay. You feel me? Like the dude is the, the dude is a bad brother. Like don't 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 get Clay twisted. I think yes, he sir. I think he should have won the uh, he should have been on all NBA defense team before Robert Covington last year. I'll say that. You know, so. Robert, Robert Covington is he, he's a um, Robert Covington is is very underlooked though. I got my doubts about him, man. Yeah, but yeah, the clay in front of him. Yeah, but yeah, so, yeah so you know, the Warriors definitely got a lot of things that they got to look into this year. Um, it kind of reminds you that last year the Bulls run, bro. Like everybody knew the Bulls, the, the sixth championship they won. Like everybody knew at that end of that year, like it was curtains. Like they had to wait. The league just had to wait it out for Jordan to sit there and retire because you know Phil wasn't coming back, Pippen wasn't coming back, and you know. That's the end of how that went. So I think that's how the, that's how it's going to be with the Warriors this year, man. I think this is a little last hoorah um, with the boys out there, man. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But I think I think to answer your question, man, I think Houston has more of a chance to turn it around than Washington does because I ain't never been a fan of Billy Donovan as yeah. it is. Or, no, not Billy Donovan. Um, Scott, Scott. Uh, oh, Lord, I'm looking at that man dead in his uh, face. Um, Scott. Oh, Lord, what's that dude's name? Scott um, Brooks. Scott Brooks, Scotty Brooks, thank you. I, I've never been a fan of him yeah, after, yeah, yeah. after he gave up that three-one lead with the Thunder too. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. But uh, <laughs> man, let me ask you this question, man. Who's who's a like? So you got your NBA All Stars, then you got your great role players like Robert Covington, man. Who's a player that you like to see out there just balling, man? That's like a a guy that got called up from the D, D league, you know, someone like a. Uh, you know, Patrick McCall was a dude that I really was liking. Um, you know, he was a dude that was a rookie out of UNLV. Um, got to just go straight into the Warriors uh, franchise and win, you know, win a couple of championships with a man. But, you know, you got guys like Alonzo Tyre. Ty- uh, I think he plays in Denver, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you got like another cat. Like- he, uh, he plays where? Uh, Tyre in New York. Okay. And um, there's the cat. McKinney. There's from, a cat, uh, uh, McKinney. That, yeah. That he plays from for the uh, your boys. Uh, he plays for the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, number 28. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Who's your favorite player that's like, you know, you know, you ain't got your your, your all end all be all type dudes, but you know, you got your, your mid level players, man. Like, who's a good role player that you like watching, man? Um, PJ Tucker. Mm, that's a good one. I like watching PJ. Okay. Um, I, I love that he's, he's turned his game into uh he's right now a a, a three and D. Like he is. He is. <laughs> he's turned his game into three ball and absolutely play defense on everybody. Yeah, you're right about that. He is a he's a dog. I'ma say, man, I got I like a guy like um Chris Middleton out of the Bucks. And I also like Quinn Cook, bro. Like Quinn Cook was like a touted player from a dude. 
and kind of had to work his way around, man. Yeah. He went through the D League, and you know, he's been a serviceable player. And he he, he kind of backed up Steph Curry when Steph Curry was out of the out, out for a long period of time last year. But uh, I, I, I definitely like Quinn Cook, and I definitely like Middleton, man. Middleton got a, a, a mean. He's over there from your neck of the woods, if I'm not mistaken. He's from South Carolina. Is I think. He? Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, well, hey, hey, to answer your question, um, McKinney, he's a, he's, he, yeah, I like McKinney. He's a lot, he was a, uh, I think he was like a two star recruit. Right. And he, I mean, he made himself up. And uh, what's the guy named Jonathan oh. Simmons? I like Jonathan Simmons. I'm saying something right now, bro. Like anybody, the Spurs, they be finding the most uh, like underground trip. You know, just dudes just <laughs> off, off. Man, they out here finding people just from anywhere. But man, they get them boys to play because I forgot all about Jonathan Simmons and he was a beast over there um, for San Antonio, especially that year with Kawhi Leonard uh, messed his squad up against the Warriors and he kind of carried the team. And I think he went to the going to Orlando and a couple other. A couple. I don't know where he's at now, but I know last time I checked. I think he's still in Orlando, but I, I think he may be yeah. hurt or something. Because and I like the um, I like that other cat. Uh, I think he plays for the uh, I think the Hornets. Uh, Anderson, the point guard they had last year for the Spurs, and he ended up going somewhere else. But Anderson's a really good player. But yeah, man, they got they got a lot of uh, there's a lot of you know a lot of people think that you just need all stars to make up a good player, man. There's a lot of serviceable NBA players that I like watching, man. It don't just got to be NBA All-Stars that I like to mess with, man. But that's why I had to pick your plan because, you know, you do a lot of coaching and development. You know, you ain't got to be a, you know, a, 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 a beast to, to, you know, to, to, to get your sign on because, you know, we just named like four or five players, you know, that are good serviceable NBA players, man. And they're going to oh, be in that a long sure, time. Man. So let me, uh, you know, I, I know you're a guest on my show. And once again, I can't thank you enough for this one, uh, Bo Davis, but... uh. I, I like to end my shows with like doing something called the Big Dummy today, man. So you know, you know, if you got anybody you can think of off the top of your head, whether that's local, national, anything that just was like, man, what is going on with this person? That dude's the Big Dummy today. Who you got, bro? Um, let's see. Let's uh, <sighs> it should be Kyrie, but uh, <laughs> um, let's go with um. Hmm. Matter of fact, you do right, yours so and I'll come back. So you know what? I, I was going to get Kyrie as well, so great minds think alike on that one. Because if you mad that somebody tried to get 50 on you, you got 48. Maybe you should have let him get 48 and you wouldn't have to worry about somebody trying to drop 50 at the last minute. So that's on you, Kyrie. <laughs> so you saw my get a little low-key uh, of a big dummy today. But hey, man, so I don't think, I don't I don't know, so I don't know if you knew this, but a few weeks ago, I ended up going home back to my hometown of Oakland, California. Um, and I ended up going to see a lot of family, a lot of friends, just, you know, a quick little trip back to the house, man. And, uh, you know, I had lived here going to an Oakland Raiders game and spending time out there and, you know, chopping it up with my family and whatnot. But uh, usually when I go home, uh, Bo, like, I usually catch a nonstop flight. So I usually just fly from Vegas and go straight to uh, Oakland. You feel me? Oakland, San Francisco, wherever the airport is. So this particular trip, I had to stop in L.A. So uh, it was like a, I, I caught like a 6 a.m. flight. And so I had to get up at the house at like 3, 3.30 in the morning, bro. I was up, like, bro, I was up for like PT type times, bro. Like, I was up early, bro. I was up early. <laughs> so I was, you know, usually when I'm up that early, like, I don't really feel like eating as it is. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll just go get something to eat when I'm in L.A. So when I got to L.A., man, um, 
I, I went to this place called Shake Shack. I don't know if you really heard of it, but it's like a burger place or something like that. Um, and I heard I heard a lot of good things about it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna check them out. You know, I looked at the little breakfast menu. But um, usually when I fly, anytime I start my flight, wherever I fly out of, I always have a bottle of water. Like I go, I go through security, buy my bottle of water, whatever the case may be, yada, yada, yada. So I get there, I'm gonna stand in the Shake Shack line, you know, waiting in line trying to figure out what to eat order. So this lady, you know, she takes my order or whatever, I tell her what I want. And I have my bottle of water in my hand, uh, Bo. Now, mind you, I probably didn't drink a whole half a liter bottle of water, okay? So the bottle are water like halfway drunk, okay. man. So the lady, after she take my order, mind you, I done paid now. She goes, did you buy that bottle of water? And I said, yeah, Las Vegas. And she says, she goes, well, I didn't see you walk in here with it. And I said, what do you mean you didn't see me walk in here with it? Like, you was over here taking, like, four people's orders. You was out here handing out food. And you was out here talking to whoever it is that you was talking to. What you mean you ain't seen me walk in with my water? So I was cool. You feel me? Like, I didn't really sit there, you know, cause no arguments or anything like that. But she kept, she was really at me. Like, she was really getting super hyphy with me about this bottle of water. And I'm like, lady, like, chill. Like, I, I bought this bottle of water. So, you know, there was a couple behind me that was saying, like, hey, like, he, he came in here with this bottle of water. She was like, she was giving me hell, man. She was like, nah, I didn't see him with this bottle of water. Yada, yada, yada. So it's funny because when I when I buy things, I never keep my receipts. And I went to this comp, I went to a convention. Right. And this lady, and I needed to keep my receipts to get reimbursed for parking. So it just so happened I kept the receipt that I purchased my bottle of water from in my pocket. For so I was reaching in my pocket, trying not to sit there and get really hyphy with her. And I just so happened to look at my hands, and there it was with my receipt. So I gave her the receipt, man. I said, hey, by the way, don't make sure you don't spit on my food. And uh, uh, and I have a great day. So the lady at Shake Shack in LAX, man, you, you get the big dummy of the day. How dare you accuse me of stealing a bottle of water at an airport? If I'm gonna steal anything, it's probably gonna be a 747 jet, not a freaking smart bottle of water. So lady, you get the big dummy of the day. I've been sitting away biting up the chomp to sit there and say that you are getting the big dummy of the day for like a week and a half now. So there you go. Lady at Shake Shack in LA, that's who, that's who my big dummy of the day is, bro. Who you got, man? I, I'm gonna oh, give myself. So last week, um, uh, last Monday, um, both of my vehicles were stolen out of my oh, front yard. Man. So, yeah, I'm gonna give it to myself. I had a spare key, and uh, each vehicle had the spare keys in it. Um, so when they broke into my truck, I had an F-150. Uh, Sitting on some 35 inch uh, by 22s. Oh, did you just say some 35? Um, yeah, 35 by 22. What is this? The Oregon Trail? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a country dude, man. So we out here bogging, man. We mud okay, bogging. Man, you know, I, some things just know never change. But I'm <laughs> so you mean to tell me somebody that sat there and just got you, just got you like that, man? Yeah, man. So, and then they took my my wife's uh, GOK three fifty. So they took the Benz and and my and my F one fifty. You know what? I can't even sit there say you the big dummy today, man. It's twenty eight nine. It's twenty eighteen going into twenty nineteen, bro. Like, who are you still stealing cars, man? Come on, man. It's, it's Robinson, man. Atlanta, man. People who actually stole my battle buddy cars, man. Y'all need to get some J-O-Bs, bro. Like, ain't nobody out You actually stealing cars, man. Come on, bro. Nah, man, I can't give you the big dummy. I'm going to sit there and say the people that sat there can't you, bro. They didn't sat there. They the big dummies of the day, bro. But hey, man, just tell them where they can find you at, man. Also, um, it's my alma mater's homecoming this weekend, Voorhees College, uh, back in Denmark, South Carolina. Uh, shout out to them Voorhees Tigers, man. They made me who I am today. 
Um, but you can find me at Illuminated Scholars on Illuminated underscore Scholars on uh, Instagram, uh, Illuminated Scholars on Facebook, uh, Illuminated Info on Twitter. Uh, if you're looking for school options and um, you want it to be free, we're 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 a nonprofit organization. We're we're dying to help some folks out to help them get some post secondary education. That is an awesome thing that you're doing. So you hear that, people, ladies and gentlemen, out here in the universe, man. We, 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 like, man, there's so many people out here that need that kind of stuff, man, and there's just not enough of you people out there, Bo, that's actually here, out here doing your thug dizzle, bro. So, like, from the bottom of my heart, man, I really do salute you for everything that you're doing, because I know this is something that you've been talking about since, like I said, we were, I think I was an E2, you was an E4, bro, like, I was a little yeah. private copy, you was special with Davis, bro, like, and to see... And to see you out here doing your thug fizzle, man, like, that's outstanding, bro. But, you know, there's definitely not a lot of you, baby, man. But, hey, you all can sit there and help this man out with his, with his, uh, with his, with his, his mission and whatnot, man. Please do so, because this dude is just doing the things that are just amazing out here, out there in the deep, dirty south. So, you know, hey, like I said, we about to wrap this show up, man. But I, from the bottom of my heart, man, I really truly appreciate you being my co-host for the day, man. I appreciate the well oh, uh, the invite, you man. Tell you a FOP man, friend of the program, baby. <laughs> hey, I appreciate so it, brother. That being said, man, this is Eric Compton. Once again, my name is Eric Compton, aka Mr. Town Business. You can find me on Money Compton on Instagram. You can also find me on Eric Compton on Facebook. You can also email the show at, at Sports Business S P O R T Z B I Z N E S S. You know us, uh, country and city folks. We're a little thrown off, so we got to throw the S to the Z's in there. Um, but yeah, you can find find us at Sports Business S P O R T Z B I Z N E S S at gmail.com. You can also find me on Big Star Sports with the Z.com. I've written a couple of articles as well as my battle buddy, my co-host, Mr. Brian Barrafield. Um, he's out here doing amazing things. You can also catch him on the legendary KYOK.org um, for his Big Star Sports radio show every day from 3 to 5 uh, East Coast time as well as 3 to 5 Central time. If you're not in the Houston area, just make sure you just download uh, just go on his website and you can listen to his show and you can also find me on the show every Thursday as I do my segment as well without that being said man love yourself, hug yourself, treat each other with love and no one ever and we up out of here man peace alright